welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I'm your host, Nora Noble, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host today, Pat Jones. How's Pat today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good. Thank you? I'm fantastic. It's, it's a little rainy here in Norwalk, Ohio, but I'm it not going to complain. We needed it. We needed it for sure. We've had a, we've had a nice run here. <laughs> it was we did. We had a nice run. It was good while it lasted. <laughs> That's right. So, and we are joined. I have the pleasure of um, inviting a guest on our podcast today. One of my um, dear hypnosis colleagues, Randy Light. Welcome, Randy. We're so happy to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and be a part of the unscripted energy and sharing our light and love with the world. So oh. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, uh, Randy is in northern Indiana, so she uh, got up, as my grandma would say, with the chickens today in uh, order to be here. So we appreciate that. So for people who don't know, because Pat and I talk a lot about ourselves on the show, um, tell people a little bit about Randy. How did you come to, to do what you do before we jump into it? 17 years ago, I had 10 jobs, and uh, one of those jobs, I was a single mom, was doing massage, and I loved doing massage, but I'd already beat up my body um, from being a gymnast when I was younger, and I needed a new way of helping people heal, and I saw this big ad, and I could go in this magazine, and I could go to this person and see him for about the same, if a hypnotist, for the same amount that I could go for this two day introductory hypnosis class so that's what I needed a new way of helping people heal because my hand this electric current would start to go up my hand and I needed my body for the rest of my life so that's what got me started I had no idea hypnosis was good for so many things and then seven years ago I started a school to train people because I would I got such great results and written wrote a couple of books and uh and and here we are 17 years later so yeah it's awesome wow. it's awesome yeah. yeah thank you for sharing it's that it's awesome yeah not unlike my my journey as people know i got into it because hypnosis helped me um helped me heal in a very profound way after one session and i went wow you did what nobody could do for 20 something years <laughs> How do I do that? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So for if you're just tuning in and you've never, um, this is your first time listening to Unscripted Energy, the premise here is um, we take, Pat and I take turns drawing a word. Um, we don't know the word ahead of time. Pat picks from her trusty bowl. I have my wheel of words, but it's Pat's turn uh, to draw this week and she's going to draw a word we're going to tell you the definition and then we're just going to have a conversation about whatever comes up around that word so miss patty yes here we go have? here's the ball <laughs> i'm old school yeah you know? it's okay i don't know about i don't know about these wheels of word thing <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go the word is Spark. Oh, what? Okay, you know, we all, spark, we often say this, you know, on the podcast that the divine knows what the divine knows. And with Randy's last name name being Light, 
<laughs> How can you not have a more appropriate word, right? I love it. Yeah. Spark. Yeah. There we go. So, dictionary.com says, and we have as a noun and as a verb, spark, an ignited or fiery particle such as is thrown off by burning wood or produced by one hard body striking against another. And then it says also called spark over electricity, the light produced by a sudden continuous discharge of electricity through air or another dielectric, the discharge itself, an electric arc of relatively small energy content. Wow, there's a lot of words here. We can... <laughs> well, <laughs> the it... electric discharge produced by a spark plug in an internal <laughs> combustion. And we're getting all of this, folks. <laughs> um, it goes on. Anything that activates or stimulates inspiration or catalyst. And then as a verb, to emit or produce sparks, to issue as or like sparks. So Sparks. I like there it. What immediately drew my attention when you when you started to read that was right before we jumped into that, um, before we started the podcast, um, you know, jumping into the word and stuff. Randy was talking about that, how she could sense that electric, oh, yeah. right, the, in your hands when you're talking about how you knew you needed to switch and do something different. Right, that aliveness in your hands, as Pat says. Oh, yeah. I was like, right, yeah. electric, like a shot, like a spark. Yeah, like yeah. a spark. Not a pleasant one. This is yeah. A no. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it can go either way sometimes, so, as a lot of things can, so. It can. I do feel like we're sparks of light. We spark inspiration in what we do. We do. Yeah. And I think what's great about about that and about like what we do and when you find kind of those people that you can just instantly play off of, right? Um, you know, we've heard, and I know this, uh, I, I think it's familiar to Pat, but I'm pretty sure it's familiar to Randy, you know, this whole, uh, the twin flame premise, right? Where you just know, like, there's an, another person out there that kind of has that connection with you it's pretty it's a magical thing that we as energy workers try to explain to people but you can only really experience it wouldn't you say that's true randy yes my first husband was uh we we were definitely twin flames i mean we looked we both had long brown curly hair green (laughs) eyes we weighed about the same we were close to the same height we were both master builder numbers 22 i mean it was, it was but it was tumultuous it didn't mean it was this going to be this magical uh, it was magical at first but it didn't mean um that it, it was we had a karmic debt we've been together before and mm. it was an, an intense ride but um yeah it was interesting yeah it is mm. yeah what about you pat what do you think about when you when you think about that premise of either twin flame or that connection you have just with another person. I know we've talked about it on the podcast where my Reiki practitioner or my Reiki master, she will just text me and go, are you okay? Cause like she has the sense mm-hmm. of knowing when my energy's off. Well, it's that, it's that connection, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and a spark can start a connection and, and a lot of times has to, I mean, we can't um, start our car without a spark of something somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? And so there's a lot of things uh, in the world and in nature that um, it's that connection. And with people, it's very uh, apparent to me now, and it didn't used to be, because I, I don't think I was aware. In fact, I hadn't even heard the, the term twin flame until just a few years ago. Yeah. I, I, I had never heard it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's quite the, the concept and phenomenon, I would say. 
It is, it is. And uh, and I could talk more about it. Actually, I had a, um, at the Michigan Hypnosis Conference, I had a wonderful conversation um, after um, after conference with Dr. Shelley, a friend of mine and Randy's, who's, and we're going to have to have Shelley on the podcast, I think, sometime. She's fantastic. She's amazing. Um, we had an in-depth conversation uh, that actually pulled us away from the table to go outside to call my Reiki master, who... Um, who who knows Dr. Shelley, and it, but in our conversation, Shelley had a spark that reminded her of a twin flame moment that she was like, "Can we go call her? I know it's eight thirty at night." And I was like, "Let's go, let's go call her." Um, so it, you know, you just never know where those connections are gonna take you, or where they're gonna, where you're gonna find them. Yeah. So before we get to, because we could look at us, we're already like, love it. <laughs> We're sparked. We are sparked. We're ready. And it, it, it doesn't take a whole lot. No, not with us. Sorry, us. My, my hands are already sweaty. Um, <laughs> Me too. We are too. And I'm not that warm. No. We must be, be sending. Yeah. It's the chi, right, Pat? Right. Do we want to do a little drop-in here real quick? You want, we... Do you want to lead us on a drop-in? And, and I yeah. think after... Uh, you know, towards towards the end, I might hand my torch to Miss Randy at the end of the podcast. But if you would like to lead us into something, Pat, you feel sure. inspired, go ahead. Well, um, that's what we do, right? That's what we do. So, let's. It makes me think about the heart, um, mm. because um, you know that's a mystery. How does our heart start? How does it keep beating? And that. That that animating force of the chi that that breathes us and and beats our heart. So let's um, drop into that spark and let's let's just put our hands together in prayer position in front of the heart. If you are able to. In a place to close your eyes that's that's great if not that's okay too and let's just breathe and notice take a moment just noticing that that aliveness that that life force that can spark that feeling within the body and around the body. It can feel electric. It can feel like a buzzing or tingling. And you might not feel anything at all, and that's okay. Just take a moment to notice. Inhaling and exhaling through the nose. With a moment of gratitude for today, for this time together, for this moment. Stay. Thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Whenever we do that, it's this nice kind of settling of of the energy. But I still feel the sparks within me in all the, I guess, appropriate places. I feel them in my feet and that connection to where I am in my heart space. You know, connection to the both of you, but also to the people near and dear to me. My hands are more alive than they were even before we started talking. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What was that like for you, Randy, to drop into that heart space? Well, it's I love that you said the heart because I 
do a lot of heart breathing and I teach my clients to do heart breathing and really get focused on the heart. So I go right to heart breathing and I, I'm really looking forward to doing a process of heart breathing later today. Uh, and because it, we know that the heart but they've discovered if we heart breathe and get into an attitude of gratitude, you know, a high vibration emotion, and send it to someone. So our heart already makes photons of light, right? Like mm -hmm. 20 photons of light, and everything can be measured. And now, but if you focus on the heart and, like, if I send that to you, it goes up to 100 photons of light. I mean, the electrical sparks of yeah. are Absolutely. incredible. And just you talking about that, my legs got goosebumpy, <laughs> my arms. Yeah, I mean, like, not really goosebumpy, yeah. but that current. I could feel mm -hmm. that soaring through me when she was talking about it. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing doesn't even, I think, describe it. Even when you're a practitioner of it, like I said, when you, when we, we can teach it, right? And we can talk to people about it, but it's not unless you really experience it that you can start to really begin to understand it. Uh, you know, and I think probably our our uh, journeys into energy work and energy medicine really began in that same way. Like there's this kind of um, unspoken knowing that happens when you're, whether you're doing Reiki or Qigong or, um, or Tai Chi, it's that, um, however you come to it, it's that aliveness that you feel and you experience that you know that you can't explain that's where the phenomena comes in the not being able to explain it in that you know I've told this I'll, I'll tell a short story here and Pat can tell you I'm not really good at short stories but I'll give it a shot um you know I had a a, a moment of you know where I didn't believe in any of this, you know, long before um, hypnosis. And I tell, I always tell people that story, like there was a long time ago where I didn't believe in any of this. And every time I tell that story, I say, well, that's just simply not true. It's just simply not true that I didn't believe in it um, because I was always, I was told, you know, at a certain period of time that these things were bad somehow, right? For all my life, I was told these things that I, that I now practice are bad somehow. And, you know, so when I started practicing it, guess what came with with that? That energy of, ooh, what I'm doing is somehow sinister and bad somehow, right? <laughs> and so I had a lot of years to unpractice that. Yeah. That's all energy, negative energy that I brought with me and had to learn, like, why isn't this working the way that I experienced it? Oh, I have to get rid of this negative connotation first in order to experience that spark, that light. Because there was a part of me that still believed that what I was doing wasn't wasn't good. Yeah. But then when more I experienced it in the goodness, I was like, how can this not be good? <laughs> right? How can this feel so amazing and not be good? And then I learned that people just didn't understand. And that's why they were afraid of it or what have you. And and so, as you both know, I spend a big portion of my 20 years doing this, educating people about the myths and misconceptions about, you know, the, um, the unknown can do uh, some, can do some severe damage. You know, when you don't, when you're not, when there's things that you don't know and you speak about it. Um, so I try my best to be... Um, competent you know and and to learn and that's why i'm here today and invite people in like randy to have these conversations because i'm still learning i'm still a sponge we all are we all are yeah, yeah. Uh. it's it's one of my top learning is when you do the needs assessment you know where yeah. you uh, certainty and variety and uncertainty and all that uh, my learning one growth is off the charts. <laughs> it's the <laughs> highest one. Yeah. You know, uncertainty is like 40 and this one's 140. So, I mean, it's, I love learning. And many people, many hypnotists do love learning. And I think that's, uh, yeah. and 
I don't know about you, Patty, but you probably love learning too. Cause that's I what do. You I do. I've, and I've grown in that too, as I got in more and more to these practices, the energy work practices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's that, that's going back to our word, that spark of knowledge, which keeps us on this quest to just experience more about the things that we love. Um, I think that's why, you know, as hypnotists, you know, a lot of us go to share what we know, but a lot of us sit in rooms to learn about things or to, some of us go and sit in rooms to support other hypnotists that we, that we just like being, you know, and hearing their talks, even if we've heard it before. And I can tell you with certainty that I've gone into, you know, like I went to, you know, into Randy's talk and I've heard her talk before, but every single time I've ever sat in the room a second, third or fourth time with somebody who I just enjoy hearing, I always learn something new. It's never the same. Um, so yeah, it's, we, we're always learning. We're always on this quest for this quest for knowledge. And, um, you know, Pat and I often will share different books that spark our interest. Um, yes. you know, in, or, and sometimes I'll drop them off on her tour staff. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, here. So many, so many books. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You can see behind me so many books. Um, Yeah. yeah. Many of those, I'm still like, they're in an order of, I'm going to read these eventually because. Yeah. My stack of that I I bought and haven't even started. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Books. Maybe we should add books to the word list some <laughs> oh gosh, that would be good right yeah. right yeah. so we have to render our we have to render our bookshelves and grab <laughs> a half a dozen and, and yeah and maybe about. just and, and do a book review one day instead yeah yeah not a bad idea <laughs> not a bad idea at all um you know randy when you think of the um you know we talked a little bit ago about twin the idea of twin flame uh, another thing that came to my mind is the um, the idea, and I don't know much about it, and I don't know if you do, but there's this kind of concept of the spark of life healing. Have you heard about that? Spark of life it's healing. Not, it's not ringing the bell. It's um during the my understanding is like during the spark of life healing concept that your entire core becomes infused with the highest light and life force. Um, And it's there to help you kind of gain a new baseline. My understanding is like a grounding um, for peace. And it helps with like a multitude of things like a lot of energy work does, you know, sleep and um, uh, clarity and things like that. I don't know a lot about it. I was just thinking, I was reading about it no, probably last week or so, and it because of the name, the spark, um, it it popped back into my head again. Um, we often think, you know, when we're talking about spark and energy, this um, idea, you, you know, even the word spark and the definition Pat gave this idea of enticing kind of, um, you know, energetic flow and like this up, kind of um, fiery if you will, um, blend of energy. We don't often think of uh, of spark of life necessarily, or at least I don't, is think of spark of life as like this grounding. What do you think about that, either of you? Like this, like the spark of life being, like we need to kind of have, every once in a while we have to check in and get grounded and centered back in this kind of neutral space um, in order for our energy to flow right. Because if we're constantly sparking off, we're constantly, um, you know, gravitating in this kind of high vibration of energy, we can get out of balance just as easily if we get over zealous as we can if we're way down in, in the doldrums. Do you guys think that's true? Or do you think it's okay to always be up high and vibrate at a really, really, really high level. What are your thoughts? I, I like your thought about the grounding, and one of my teachers talks about vertical alignment and, and the 
the grounding to the earth and then in your posture you know you're aligning with gravity and then aligning with the energy above and that's what i thought of when you started saying that and talking about the spark of life beyond i mean my first thought is the heart but then i would say i went to the the vertical alignment with the source of earth and the source of heaven okay universe. what about you what do you so, think randy well i know that like if we go see tony robbins where he gets us a gamma, right? So that's super high energy. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's very, when I get too excited, I'm, I'm a peak performance coach and I help athletes and performers. And, and I, I'm not, a, you know, I love when I'm a peak performer, but I'm not always a peak performer. And when I'm not a peak performer, it's because most of the time it's because I'm not grounded and I'm way too like sort of high and all over the place much mm -hmm. more in gamma with that excitement and and it if it doesn't get channeled properly and grounded properly it, it doesn't have a, a you know like just like with electricity it has to be grounded otherwise yeah. it's too intense absolutely and i've seen manic people you know yeah that's where i was going with that how much they how much they love um, their um, manic episodes and then one time I, I had somebody come over who was in a manic episode and that was wild he was so filled with energy that he could not talk he had to sing to tell me how he was feeling and it really blew my mind but it was like oh that's manic but it took me a day or so to figure it out it was years ago but it was mm -hmm. it's, it's not and I believe you know grounding is so powerful absolutely because you, you're connected right you're connected mm -hmm. to the earth you're you're and you're channeling that energy you're channeling the spark and then it can be utilized for you and other people right right yeah absolutely and and i'm glad that you mentioned that because there's always this emphasis i think in humanity for people to like it, you see people that are like always up and bubbly right you're like you never see them having a bad day you never see them you know having having a bad moment right we know all know people like that it's like she's always positive or he's always positive he's always up and in reality i think to myself when i hear those kind of ways of describing people i think probably not always we just see yeah. this because we're human right i mean i try to bring the my best forward all the time but you know i i'm human i have moments and I think sometimes um, anxious moments of anxiousness can get brought on if our energy, if we're sparking too high, either on our own accord or because there's some expectation that's been set that I always have to be this way because if I allow myself to be anything but or acknowledge I'm anything but, then something's wrong with me. Um, or this idea of, um, you know, I think that we have to acknowledge where balance comes in, where balance and grounding come in energetically is where we bring, um, when we acknowledge, when we don't feel all, you know, up high, pie in the sky We're kind of. out for you too, Patty. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Was I cutting out there? She's frozen. <laughs> I was, I just kept talking and you guys, I thought, wow, they're I really just engaged. Sure. Yeah. But about spot. Well, now I have you guys cutting out. Um, so we're having some technical difficulty this morning, and I'm not sure what's happening. It could be the weather here. We just lost them. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll see what happens. So stay tuned. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.
Well, like I said, we had some technical difficulty, but I think we're all back now. And so thank you guys for hanging in with us. Randy, what were you saying about that just a moment ago? I changed the subject a little, but it was definitely talking about sparking. And I have this client that uh, has stroke four years ago, and he can't use a lot of his right side of his body. It, and he was an electrical engineer and an, and an electrician at some point in his life. So I really got to use that, that metaphor and that energy of that spark to help him to be able to communicate better and actually to get his... You know, I, I call it rainbow ribbons of, you know, healing energy, but spark, you know, light coming yeah. through and got his hand just to, to move uh, for the first time in four years. And that was just so cool. But using that concept of, the, of a spark because he was an electrician and, That's and awesome. you know, and it was, That's it was so, really cool. That's so cool. I that, love it. Yeah, that is amazing. That's amazing that you and and I love that you, you know, hypnotists speak in metaphors and that you took something uh you know so you know um tied to him that's one of the things you know for years and i you're probably the same way that i i don't i haven't i can't tell you the last time i used an actual script script because i do the same thing i will grab onto those little nuggets that the clients give because i find that they're far more impactful because they come from them you did i freeze I can, again I oh. can, I can, <laughs> I can attest to that. Oh, are you raising your hand in, in <laughs> <Yes>. testimony? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You do, and yes, she does. <laughs> Which is, as they say, know thy client. Know it's thy very, client. it's very true, and I love it. I think that's that's just the the coolest thing. Because talk about a spark, then it's like, oh yeah, you know, I just said that, or that's exactly what I was feeling or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, that, um, that spark that you talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, that, um, you know, Pat speaking of is actually how, and, and I've talked about this a little bit and I know Randy knows a little of it because I, I haven't taught the whole class, but I did speak about the, um, the protocol that, that I, and building that um pat was actually do you mind if i do you mind if i say this pat do you no, mind if i no, share pat was no, pat no. pat is actually i'm gonna out her she's actually client zero zero one on, on the case study um you're welcome <laughs> she's the reason the case study got started because we had a mutual yep it's all her fault um so that but that spark of what she needed came out of you know her physical therapist saying hey i think there's something else here mm -hmm. i think you need to go see nora and lo and behold it's like oh yeah well let's talk about this and i won't give i won't out her completely but because that's confidential yeah. but out of that it, it was just like we're talking now it was this um reading the the notes from the physical therapist and i just kind of had this aha right that's yeah. that spark and, and that's the connection and the and i had this feeling also that you know there it's not just the physical pain there's more to this yeah and um so that that's part of working with energy and uh yeah, it's, it's really cool. And the, and the thing that there was more to this needed to be resolved. You needed to yeah. not only tamper down some of that energy, right, but also mm -hmm. ignite energy in other places mm -hmm. so that the physical healing could happen. Yeah. 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 It's amazing what we do, the three of us and our colleagues, right? Um, mm. Randy, I know we talked a little bit about your, you know, your intro into how you got into this, but did you, which came first for you? Was it hypnosis or was it energy work through the, being a massage therapist? What came first for you? When I was in my early 20s, I took a chakra healing class oh. and I thought 
I had got on board way too late. And but this, <laughs> when they did this back then, yeah, they taught you how to suck out the sickness. So I would go through people's chakras and suck out their sickness. And I was practicing on one of my girlfriends and I got to her, her sacral chakra and I felt this blast of energy. Like mm. I felt it physical, go right into my hand. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that was so cool until I was sick for a couple of days. Oh, uh -huh. that ended my, my chakra healing <laughs> career. <laughs> talking about that it reminded me of you know of, of my journey as well what about you pat i know you you know you're being a qigong instructor taught by lee you know through lee, by lee holden um mm -hmm. how did you i mean i know how you came into qigong but how did you know that that was the that was the avenue that you wanted to pursue well it's it's interesting with this word spark because as we've been talking, I've been trying to think to myself, okay, where where was that initial spark for me? Yeah. And I think it I think it was when I did Reiki training in um, after my husband died, and it was that. Um, and you said the word journey is that journey through grief that brought me to certain things, a lot of different things. And Reiki was the, my, my first, um, knowing of any of this stuff. Sure. And, um, and then fast forward, you know, a few years after that, um, there was the other spark with the Qigong because it was kind of like the first time I ever really got into anything and it stuck. Mm. And when we were talking earlier about how we, we practice these modalities and, and I was thinking it's, it's because we love it and because we're fascinated by it, I think. Yeah. And that's how it was for me with Qigong. It was just like, I could, I just couldn't get enough. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was training for three hours a day and I flew through the teacher training and because I'm just like, oh my, this is just so wonderful. Everybody needs to know about this, blah, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and so exciting. I mean, the, the most fascinated and excited about probably anything I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. So you were yeah. trained by Lee, by Lee Holden. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've been recently, I just saw him on, you know, Gaia and then he's coming up on my Facebook feed now cause that's <laughs> uh -huh. how yeah. it works. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I thought about jumping into his challenge. Uh, he seems like an awesome uh, guy. He, he's the best. And I started, um, back in the day he he did PBS specials is kind of how he first 
started and then DVDs and, and that kind of thing. And then once he went online, which was probably 2012 or so, um, that's when I really got into it. And I did all my training uh, online for, for everything with him. And, um, oh, he's just amazing. Yeah. yeah, I've done. I did. I learned Qigong for a weekend and then practiced it every day for two months, and I loved it. I noticed some, some powerful like energy moving and stuff. But I, I ended up deciding that if I am only going to do one, I didn't have time to, to do Qigong and go for a walk, you know, <laughs> and you know, and go hike. And so I was, but I loved it and I still love it and I almost delved in so many times because working with energy and she is helpful to yeah. us yeah. <laughs> well I think one of his claims to fame is um, back in the day one of his first videos was called seven minutes of magic mm -hmm. so you can do your walk get a nice warm-up and then come back and do five or yeah. ten or fifteen or few minutes of Qigong to to get that um, the flow is is kind of the the magic where the magic yes. happens with it. Mm -hmm. When I do the meditation hikes, Pat, you know we center and ground at the beginning and then we do the hike and one of the things I do at at the end is kind of like a two or three minute thing on that, you know, being aware of just the energy that's and where it's going and flowing into your hands or your feet or where you feel the aliveness. And, um, yeah, I, and Pat will tell you, I, I get excited sometimes because I'll be doing, um, you know, a, a meditation or I'll be teaching, I, I teach something called OM, Ordinary Mindfulness, and I'll go, hey, Pat, did you teach me this? Because I did this, and then I'll... I'll be like, yeah. uh, you know, doing this thing, and she'll go, yes, I taught you that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know where it came from. I just we started did, moving. We did that once in class, and it, it went in, in the, <laughs> the noggin. And, and, the, that's, and that's the other thing. When I teach, I, a lot of times I don't plan anything now, and I know a basic outline of what, you know, warm-up, stretch, and flow, what I'm going to do, but then I just kind of, everything just kind of flows in and and uh it's it's just the coolest thing ever it's ever <laughs> and, and you're and you're also to blame for the that's how i teach medit meditation now oh, so yeah. i became a meditation teacher randy about almost five years ago now and it, it came to me unexpectedly i as a hypnotist i had i, I was just going to be a hypnotist i had no desire 20 years ago that meditation was going to be uh, something I would do, let alone practice, let alone teach. And uh, Pat would come to my meditation classes and every week I would prepare and meditate and focus on what I was going to do and I would write a little thing and jot my notes out about what I was going to do and where I was going to take them. And one, one week I left home without it. And Pat goes, you did something different this week. And I said, I left my script at home. She goes, yeah, leave it. At, you do better without it. <laughs> leave it at home. I, I didn't say that. She kind of did. But, um, <laughs> but it was that, it was that spark though, that you saw going back to the word that we, you know, that you saw that you were like, that feels more authentic when you're doing that, that feels more like you than you trying to be this. Well, it was, it was flow. You were, you were in the flow. You were, you were letting, allowing that, that energy flow, that spark to just move through you and to the people you were teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. And now I don't know what, what I would do without mindfulness in my practice and in, including it as part of, mm. of everything. Um, I find mindfulness creeping into hypnosis sometimes and magical little moments that unfold in my office and I go, I don't know where that came from. And then I'm like, I do know where it came from, you know, the divine, yeah. but I go, well, yeah. thank you for the assist. So it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. So when we, I think we're going to take a break and when we come back, when we come back, Randy, 
You ready to lead us on a heart-centered kind of moment towards finding that spark in our in our heart space and in uh, tantalizing our listeners with whatever you have in store? <laughs> I am. Awesome. So stay tuned when we come back. We'll hear from Randy and she'll lead us on a closing meditation. Warning. The following podcast contains hypnotic suggestion at the end in our activity. By voluntarily listening, you are agreeing to be hypnotized by partaking in said activity. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here on Unscripted Energy today. The word is spark. And we've been talking about energy, talking about that spark in our lives and where we, where we feel it, where we experience it. And uh, Randy is going to lead us on our closing meditation around this whole idea of spark. And so Randy, go ahead and take it away. It's all yours. Well, because I'm also a hypnotist, I am going to combine a little bit of an induction, as long as you're not driving, a very quick induction, and then go into this heart breathing to activate our heart's intelligence and spark our heart's intelligence and then uh, let you feel how you feel. But we're going to get you into high vibration too. So as long as you're in a comfortable, you know, get yourself in a comfortable position and it'll just be a couple of minutes. Go ahead and close your eyes and on your next breath in, take a deep breath in and hold your breath in for as long as you comfortably can. With your eyes closed, look up above those eyebrows, connecting with your higher self and intuition. And then when you choose to lower the eyeballs and breathe out, imagine a healing sound wave flowing through you from the top of your head through your body to the tips of your toes. And then we're going to do that one more time. On your next breath in, take a deep belly breath in. Fill up your belly, hold it in. Look up above those eyebrows, connecting with your higher self, your intuition, your third eye, sparking that third eye. And then when you lower the eyeballs and choose to breathe out, imagine that healing sound wave relaxing the muscles behind your eyes, in your jaws, neck, and shoulders, all the way down to your toes. Now you can continue to deep breathe or resume normal breathing. I'm going to count backwards. Allow each number you hear me say to relax you and deepen you. When I snap my fingers, you're going to focus your breathing on your heart. And I'll explain more in just a moment. So with that count of three, engage all your senses and imagine doubling your relaxation. Two, drifting down deeper and deeper, letting go. And with that count of one, imagine doubling your relaxation now. Begin to focus your breathing on your heart. So as you breathe in, imagine you're breathing in through your heart. And as you breathe out, imagine you're breathing out through your heart. Just focus your breathing on your heart to activate your heart's intelligence to spark its inner wisdom. And as you breathe in and out, as if you're breathing in and out through your heart, imagine you're breathing in and out love unconditional love, universal love, breathing in love and out love. So love is in you and surrounding you. And when I heart breathe, I like to breathe in about a foot in front of me, right in front of my heart, go through my body and heart and out the back about a foot. However you do it is right for you. But as you focus on your heart, imagine you're breathing in the color, the sounds, the feelings unconditional love, universal love. And then to amplify that feeling of love even more, in just a moment, invite your heart to open. And then see, hear, and feel your heart opening. Even smell your heart opening. So if you haven't already, invite your heart to open. And see and hear and feel your heart opening. Perhaps like a rosebud opening into a magnificent purple rose or perhaps like a door opening, tunnel flowing, or vortex spinning. As you spark that inner light, as you spark that inner love, 
In just a moment, you're going to amplify it even more, the inspiration, the love, so every cell of your entire being feels the love, feels the spark, feels the light. Choose a moment in your lifetime where you felt very loving or very loved or both. Now that memory could have been yesterday or many years ago. It may have been petting an animal, could have been during a meditation, dancing, holding someone, being held. Choose that moment in your lifetime where you felt very loving or loved or both. And in a moment, I'm gonna once again count backwards and then gently snap my fingers. Allow each number you hear me say to relax you and deepen you when I snap my fingers, arrive in that loving scene. And yes, many times there are tears of joy, connection, and that's okay. Just allow that. That's the spark of love and light. With that count of three, begin time traveling back to that wonderful memory. Two, double that relaxation, going back in time to that loving moment. And with the count of one, immerse yourself in that memory now. See the details. Hear the sounds, your thoughts. Feel the textures and the love. Smell any smells, taste any tastes, and then rewind it and make it even bigger and brighter. Be in the moment and feel that love. You might even rewind it and replay it one more time. And as you step into this moment, allow it to spark that love, that light, that unconditional love, that unconditional light. So you recognize the real you, love, unconditional love, universal love, and then breathe that love into your heart. Breathe it into every cell of your entire being through your heart. So as your heart beats, it beats this love, this spark of love into every cell of your entire being. And as you experience this high vibration of love and you breathe in and out of your heart with an attitude of gratitude or love, take a moment to vividly imagine something that you want, an intention, an outcome that you want for yourself, for your session, for this moment, for humanity. Vividly imagine it as if it already exists. Like new politicians who care about the planet and care about life on Earth. You might imagine them making decisions for our highest good. Imagine something, whether you want more clients or healing in the body, as if it already exists. When you vividly imagine the end result with a great feeling. All parts of you work together. You let the universe, your higher self, know exactly what you want. It's a manifesting tool. It's your birthright. Spark that energy to bring into your world what you want. Good. There's a concept that says Hold that thought, image, feeling for 17 seconds. It creates a neural pathway. I'm going to be quiet for 17 seconds while you vividly imagine the end result, that desired outcome with a great feeling of unconditional love. Say hello to yourself, say your name, and say I love you. And do that four times in your mind. Say hello, say your name, say I love you. And perhaps you'd like to imagine yourself waking up in the morning, having your back, and putting your hands on your heart as soon as you come to consciousness, and saying good morning, saying your name saying I love you. 
That way you know someone's in your corner, has your back. You can even imagine setting an intention for your day to give love or receive love or experience joy or spark inspiration in others. In a moment, I'm going to count from one up to five. When I get to five, I'll gently snap my fingers and a lighter, freer you with a spark of light and love coursing through your body will stay with you throughout the day. With that count of one, take a big, deep energy breath in. Two, speeding up with a wonderful feeling of well-being. That spark of well-being stays with you. Three, another big, deep energy breath in, feeling absolutely fantastic, confident, energized. And with that count of five, open those eyes. Mm. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, that was beautiful. Mm. Thank you. Having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you have your moment. That was beautiful. I needed that more than any of you realize. Um, I saw it was very intersensory. When you said smell, I smelled. Um, I, actually, the, my candle intensified. It has jasmine and magnolias. And I was like, whew, it was right there. Um I kept seeing purples and greens um, swirling um, kind of in waves, if you will. And for me, those are, um, it, I, I was setting an intention actually for um, something that's going on, you know, with, with my practice, something exciting that I hadn't announced yet. But the purple and green were, um, to me, are, they were symbols from when I started my practice. Those were my those were my colors of my, my branding colors, if you will, um, from way back, <laughs> way, 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 way back. But I'm also in the process of, um, of doing this family project of converting my VHS to digital. And you're probably thinking, well, what the heck does that have to do with what Randy just did? It has a lot because and I'll be quite frank, as I often am on this podcast, that project has put had put me recently in a not good mental space because of having to go back and look at my first marriage with different eyes and see some of those events unfolding. And I won't use the exact word because, you know, I, I, I don't typically hold back on this show, but I try to keep it family friendly, but I said to my husband, it was doing that project has been kind of a mind. Mm. Um, and for me, but when you did that meditation, when you just did that exercise with us, Randy, that hypno meditation, um, I could see myself looking at that project, watching those videos and being okay with sending love to it. Being okay with remembering that there was love that existed in those moments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Good. What about you, Pat? Well, that was <laughs> that was wonderful, Randy. Thank you so much. Um, I saw vivid pictures of people, and my um intense love moment that you talked about was when my first grandchild was born <laughs> yeah yes yeah that's powerful yeah it's a beautiful thing <laughs> it's okay it's okay yeah those are those are moments that, you know, we, they flash by too quickly, right? They spark, they spark, and then it seems like, boom, they're graduating from high school. <laughs> yeah, and it's, um, it's very emotional to talk about, but um, in that moment, I had this feeling of, such love that it was 
it was like, now I know how my grandparents felt. Yeah. Oh. Which was more love. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and the, you know, that feeling in your heart where, and people say that sometimes, like, I just felt like my heart was going to explode. Mm-hmm. And that was that feeling and then I had it just now again um and and this is so this is so unscripted energy because (laughs) I just I just had this feeling or thought yesterday about Randy what you were saying about how when you are manifesting something or trying to you know, put energy somewhere, it's the feeling. It's not it's not just the thought or the intention or mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. It's it's putting that feeling there and then out there. And yes. I just I just thought about that mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> and then there there it was with yeah. you. So just that I think that was one of the things that really got me, you know. Yeah, um, very typical, like you said, of unscripted energy, like the divine knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, tears of joy, that's me. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I so appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come and play with us, as, as we often say on the podcast, because yeah. that's what it feels like to us when we get the opportunity to do this. That's, that's been my new mantra. Um, this year as I wake up every morning instead of, you know, looking at my calendar and going, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. It's I get to. And that sparks a a new excitement when we wake up and say, I get to do this and I get to do that. And so I'm really grateful that Pat and I got the opportunity to spend some time with you this morning, Randy. And I just know that um, our listeners are going to love this beautiful um, display of energy we never know how it's going to unfold here until it does. And so thanks for playing with us today. Oh, it was my pleasure. I love playing. It's my thing. So, <laughs> and I really appreciate it. And I do have to go because I have a yeah. meeting. But um, gosh, thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you. This opportunity. Keep rocking. Will do. And so <laughs> for, with that, we'll sign off for the, for the moment. And I'll come back with some ending words. So thank you again, Randy. Namaste. Be well. Namaste. You too. Be well. All right. And so with that, it's just us, Pat. I'm going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to have, I have a couple of ending things about it and um, something that popped into my mind. So um, we'll we'll come back with uh, some more inspiration around Spark. All right. Well, thank you again for hanging out with us today. Um, As we wind down, Uh, this episode of Unscripted Energy, I was reminded of a poem that I, um, oddly enough, a friend of mine sent me um, right after my husband and I got married. Um, It was written um, by a lady named Joanne Tolis, I think is how I'm saying her name right. Um, And it's on, she sent it to me from allpoetry.com. The... um, the, she talks about in, in this, um, in her poem, she has this little excerpt. It says, it's amazing how God can touch us even in the midst of our own self-pity and self-centeredness. His love is awesome. His love is the spark of life. And she sent this to me because, you know, my dad had actually passed away a few months before he was going to um, walk me down the aisle and give me away again <laughs> to, my, to Christmas Aww. time. Um, he passed in August of 05, and then we got married in October of 05, and this poem was published right after we got married. Um, and the poem is called uh, Spark of Life. But, and it, it came back to me while we were... Okay. Um, and I was trying to remember why Spark of Life was coming into my head, yeah. and I thought it was about that. Uh, that type of training, energy work training, and it may have been, but then I was reminded of this poem. So I'm going to end our podcast today 
with this poem by um, Joanne Tolles called Spark of Life. And it goes like this. Behind the veil of our tears, hiding within the cosmic cloud of stars, life begins suddenly. Out of the dust of our daily death, to ourself and our foolish dreams, illumination commences unexpectedly. When we can touch the open door and see our answers so clearly, then true peace reigns in our hearts. We say in unison to glory to God who reigns in heaven and in the earth and in my heart. We sing stillness. Come now, Lord Jesus, and light the spark that will ignite my love. You are the source of life. You are the source of love. You are the secret source of all my desires. Behind the veil of my tears, hiding within the cosmic cloud of stars, your spark suddenly revives me. That poem, just reading those words, took me right back to when Randy was doing that beautiful hypno-meditation with us on being that spark or recognizing that spark source within us. And whether your secret source is God or um, whatever name you may call your divine um, higher light, or you recognize that higher light within you, I hope and my prayer for all of our listeners is that you allow that love spark within you to ignite. And even if it gets dim, never let anybody damper or stamp out your spark because you are important. And I feel like that needs to be said. You are important. And just like Randy said, wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, hello, you, I love you, <laughs> right? Hello, you, isn't that fun? Hello, you, yeah. I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> and let that and the energy of that and the words ignite your day every day. So thank you for coming out and playing with us today, Randy. We appreciate you and for that, and I will end our podcast today. This is Nora Nopal signing off from Unscripted Energy. Be well. Stay safe. Peace. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Nopal and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on unscripted energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.